Hey everyone, this is Caleb here from In the Mood for Real History. Now before you get started with this episode, if you haven't heard, I want to tell you about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast, so let me explain it to you. First off, being on a teacher's salary, I love that it is free. There's also creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. So make sure to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey all you cool cats and commies, I'm Caleb. I'm Zach. And this is In The Mood. All right, all right, all right. So holy shit. So you need to fill the viewers full of... uh, this whole ordeal that just happened while we are here. <laughs> you know, it's the first full week of 2021. 2021. And it feels like it's just an extension of 2020. Like, holy shit. Basically, you could just say that the year never changed. Right. It's like 2021 said, hold my beer. You know, like it feels like we've already been through a whole half a year and it's only been the first. Hold my week. truly. <laughs> hold my truly. <laughs> <laughs> but. It's truly, no pun intended. Shout out. There you go. Been a hell of a week. And so, you know, it wouldn't be in the mood if we didn't cover what up to day, now relevant, important topics that people must hear. Exactly. And the shit show that was this last week. So, literally, what the hell happened this last week? We're going to try and dissect dissect and make sense of what happened this last week at the Capitol and then the larger ramifications of what is going to happen afterward. And the bigger picture. We're going to look at the bigger picture. What does this mean overall? And is this something that is shocking? Or is it something that we knew was bound to happen at some point? So first off, we're just going to take you frame by frame of what happened. You know? So Zach, start us off, you know? Why did all this... Why did all this... These, why are all these protesters in the Capitol to begin with? So rumor has it, you know, rumor has it. A little, if, I'm a, if, if I may, Trump had set up a rally, if I'm not mistaken. How many was it two hours after his rally? This whole ordeal went down. Yeah. So he was they were all they were there to begin with, though. There were these congressional objections to the vote, to the to the election from November, because even after 60-plus uh, court challenges, people still believe that the election was rigged. And there's absolutely zero evidence that came out of all 60 court Not court one iota of evidence. And mind you, they are c- conservative judges, am I right? Conservative judges, liberal judges. Everybody agreed that there was not one shred of evidence that this was the most secure election in our nation's history. That the only thing that was for sure was Rudy Giuliani fucking melted on TV over this. Like little uh, Jack Frost, he is. Like little Jack Frost, he just melted on live TV. So, go ahead. And so, also, whenever we were discussing, like, the whole congressional objections to the whole vote, like, dive deep on that. Yeah. So, that's the whole reason that these protesters were here to begin with. So, just like every four years, the House and the Senate meet to officially ratify the votes for the Electoral College. They read off each state, they count the votes to officially nominate whichever president. And usually it's a happy time. That's what I feel like. It would just be a simple, peaceful day. Yeah, it's like we are about to have a celebration that we've had our next election and we're going to, in the next 20 days or 14 days, hand off a peaceful transition of power. Move on in democracy. Exactly, like it's happened for the last 200 years essentially. So even during the Civil War, this took place. So we have everyone there, but there were 140-odd Republicans that believed, even in the face of every single bit of evidence, that... Zero, and with not a bit of evidence overturned. Exactly. Not one bit of evidence showing that there was any kind of fraud that took place. They said, nope, We are going to subvert the will of the people. We don't give a shit about the will of the people for the people we represent. Because our guy didn't win, 
we are going to object to it and overturn the election, which flies in the face of every single thing this country is supposed to stand for. This flies in the face of democracy, literally, because the will of the people should determine the outcome of the election. But yet these entitled pricks said no, because our God didn't win and because we want to forward our own political ambitions, we are going to try and overturn this election. We know it's not going to work because it's futile. I mean, literally all the evidence is showing another way. We think that we have the entitlement to be able to do so. And that's the whole reason we're there. And so for the last month and a half that this has been going on, two months now, ever since the election was over, there have been people stirring the pot, stirring the pot, stirring the pot. Not people. You, whenever you say people, who do you mean? Republicans. Donald you mean, Trump. There you go. Donald Trump. Let's start at the top. Donald Trump. Below him, his turtle, Mitch McConnell. And let's do some trickle-down economics. A little trickle-down a little trickle down racism, okay? <laughs> a little trickle-down backward. We got a trickle-down turtle. We got Trump at the top. Then you got Mitch McConnell. Then you got Ted Cruz. Then you got Josh Hawley. You got all these Republicans that are pushing these batshit crazy things. And Logics. Because, yeah. Yes. And because people on Facebook will see it, and they'll be like, oh, it's the truth. It's the truth. No, you dumb... Mm, fuck. You dumb fuck. We'll get there, though. I'm trying not to jump ahead. So we get to this Trump rally. So we get to the day of the vote. And so all the people are in Congress. And while this is simultaneously going on, we have Trump holding his rally. And just, Zach, talk about the rhetoric Do you uh, about what all was going on. Why, why did Trump have this rally? So he had the rally because it was supposed to be like a just get everybody together and you know what even though we're, we're going to just completely object to it even though there's like you said there's zero evidence to it but you know what we're going to just have it's a freedom rally is what it was but we're, we're taking back our republic we're yeah. taking back our country and so regarding that it's to me that doesn't really sound like a it's not a victory rally or it's not a it's, it, it just it's a mob is what you say right exactly and this this hate this hate and this divisiveness and this distrust, you will say, has Donald Trump has been doing this. This isn't something new. It's been ever since November. No, ever since he first rode down that golden escalator in 2015 to announce that he was running for president. How did he label Mexicans his very first day that he announced that he was running for president? He said that president? they were rapists. He said they were rapists, they were murderers, they were drug dealers, they were criminals. There's some good people, but by and large, Mexico does not send their best people. So from A1, day one. And already trying to get people to fucking pay for a wall in their own country, trying to get their own country to pay for a border wall. Right. Which we'll get to walls because, you know, walls obviously don't work if the fucking terrorists were able to climb over the walls of Congress. But anyway, so from the very first day, he has been dividing up people. He has been just stoking that those flames of hatred. And so over four years, you hear him have a Muslim ban. You hear him label people from uh, Baltimore and Atlanta, predominantly minority communities, as being shitholes, rat-infested shitholes. People from Africa being from shithole countries. I was about to say the whole shithole country thing yes. that he said. And so you're, you're, late, you're just stirring these flames of hatred, even though he's our Christian president, but you never know. He was a godsend, right? He, he's sent from God. But yes, we'll keep going. You think, uh, I think you need to ask Stormy Daniels about being sent from God. Yeah, know? well... <laughs> She obviously wasn't too uh, proud of what was sent to her. But anyway, um, so you have this rhetoric of hatred that is just building over four years to where we reach a boiling point to the, to the, that day. Right. It all came to a culmination on this day. And finally, Donald Trump had people stirred up and he sent them to the Capitol and said, you need to be strong. You must be strong. We cannot let them steal our country. And you have other dipshits like Mo Brooks, who we're going to get into in a minute, saying, and uh, Rudy Giuliani saying, we need a trial by combat uh, to save our country. And Mo Brooks saying, you know, we got to kick ass. We got to kick their asses and take, take our country back. Whenever you know good and well, people know what he means, but then they're going to say, oh, I didn't mean it in that term. Oh, yeah, they try to save their ass. They're trying to save their ass. So then you have them sending this mob of racially charged hatred in these people all stirred up and amped up to the Capitol. And so they get to the Capitol and, and they, they fucking attack police. And you know, yes. the very much thing 
that they were oppressed against. Oh, well, all these BLM and Antifa people, you know what? While they're just out there looting and taking from their own shit, mm-hmm. taking from the stores. and if, I thought Blue Lives Matter, though. But yet, aren't they attacking police? Yeah. and Hold up. Wait. You're, you're fucking climbing up walls, and you are literally throwing... Ob- you're throwing obstructions designed to keep you not designed to keep you out. Mm-hmm. They fucking get. That's not a peaceful protest, is it? Exactly. And people wonder why the police had to resort to pepper spray and to mace. And actually, you know, whenever we dive down deep, like it's the fact of it's just reached a boiling point. Cause like you said, just the, he keeps on poking. It's like you're poking an angry bear, you know, with a fucking stick. And then it's eventually going to just bite your fucking arm off. You know, it's like if you poke an old man, you keep continually poking him and he just starts out going. <clears throat> and then one day, <clears throat> and then one day he'll finally wake up out of his medically induced coma. And goes, <clears throat> he just, it's just back slapping. It's back slapping. But yes, literally you have a rioter and you know, I'm not even going to call them rioters. I'm going to call them terrorists because that's what they are. That's what they are. What was that word that they said started with an I in, in, in two in an insurrection? Yeah, this is an insurrection. You are trying to literally have a coup against the government. These armed proud boys, these armed proud boys, they come up and they go, we're going to take our country back. What the fuck are you trying to st- save your country from? What has happened? You're driving up here in your lifted truck trying to save your country. And you just see it as an excuse to hold your gun up and hopefully get on TV so you'll feel like your dick is longer than two inches, okay? That's literally what you're trying to do. So they get up there, and Zach, I just want us to say it very slowly because I don't think people truly get this. They're literally armed militia trying to overthrow an attack. Trying trying to, not even that, breached the Capitol first. Breached the capital of the United States, the Capitol building. Where it's not just Democrats, it's Republicans there. Exactly. And mind you, it's an, I wouldn't call it peaceful if you have weapons, you have pipe bombs, you have cocktails, you have zip ties, you have... Everything. You are ready for war. Or That is more a so, armed insurrection. More so terrorist, like, like you picture in some horrible countries you know and that's what i keep going back to is whenever you think of a coup or an overthrow of the government right you picture some far off country because that can never happen here right that can never happen and you know but to be honest what i think of i think of fidel castro you think of castro you think of like the russian revolution or you think of some latin american overthrow coup of a government you think of some unstable government this happened right fucking here and they were able to overthrow it's almost succeed in overthrowing the government for a couple of hours. They did succeed. They and I, overthrew the government, and people are defending it. But we'll get to that. And, and we'll the thing is, that. I think you, I think you need to tell the listeners that they're the very different reaction in the BLM versus the Proud Boys way mm-hmm. of how the police handled the situation. Of course. So literally, this is what happened. We have back over the summer. You had Black Lives Matter protesters who are sitting there protesting the fact that an unarmed man of color was murdered by the police. And also a rally we attended in Hoover, am I right? Yes. There was a rally in response to that, and we'll get to that. Literally, all these rallies over the summer were because a unarmed man of color was murdered by the police. And it's not the first time it's ever happened. It's just the long... It's an, the latest example on a long list of things to happen. And yet the police respond to peaceful protesters who are literally protesting someone's murder on live, live stream murder. And this is not the first time, but yet we are treated to pepper spray, tear gas, rubber bullets, beatings, being run over. Flashbanged. Be- Flashbangs being labeled as terrorists and thugs. But yet you get these entitled white people, by and large white people, that are trying to armed insurrection to overthrow the government. Uneducated at, at that. That's ignorant, I, ignorant. Ignorant, uneducated, that, nine times out of ten. Is that what it literally is. they're proud of their country, but, but they're going to overthrow that country. But you can't read on a fucking third grade level, yeah. Literally, you, you are mad that you're, you lost an election. You didn't get your way. 
So you're going to overthrow the fucking government. How entitled is that, Zach? Pretty entitled, but let's and, let's move on to the whole fact of the they went they actually breached the door. I do, I just want to talk about the clear di- difference though before we move on between the Black Lives Matter protesters and the white terrorist who stormed the Capitol. They were faced a light resistance, very light to their uh, actions. We had Capitol Police who the National Guard had offered help and they said, no, we got this. No, we got this. And you had people letting them in the door of the Capitol. You have people sitting there going, okay, we're going to, you know, trying to repel you a little bit and then just be like, you know what? We're overwhelmed. Bye. And then you have them going through the Capitol building. And what resistance are they facing? They're not facing any resistance. They're able to break into the fucking chambers of the house. And think of that. All of the highly classified material that they were able to steal. Think of all those laptops that they were able to steal. You know, Republicans love talking about laptops and emails, right? Because of Hillary. Or or the whole Hunter Biden thing. Yeah, the whole Hunter Biden Burisma. So what about all these people that were able to steal the laptops of congressmen that have God only knows what classified information? But even more so on a smaller level, they destroyed things. They looted. And it was a riot. And I, I mentioned they actually took a took the uh, the podium. They took Nancy Pelosi's <laughs> podium, uh, the Speaker of the House. They broke into her office. They broke into many Congress people's office. You know, we had people that were killed. We'll get to that in a second, though. But, and yet, they, when they finally, we had the police going, oh, y'all, please leave. Please leave. Please leave. Y'all exit in an orderly fashion. You know, keep your hands and feet inside at all times. Literally, there was a video of a cop helping one of the rioters down the stairs of the Capitol that she had just stormed, helping her down the stairs. But yet over the summer, we have the Black Lives Matter protest up in Buffalo, New York, and we had that old man get just decked by a cop. He got pushed and he just, what he's, what he suffered, something, I know. He, went, was, he was comatose for a couple yeah. of days. All because he was saying, please don't kill innocent people. Like, that is the stark difference, and that is these, and for people that claim that racism ended with the civil rights movement, or that racism ended with Obama, there's your stark difference of how races, different races are treated in this country. We have people protesting the fact that unarmed men of color are being killed, and they're being treated like animals. But yet you have people trying to overthrow the fucking capital of the United States, and they are treated like they are patriots. That is fucking hypocritical. That is hypocrisy at an all-time, all-time high. level. All-time high. And we know about highs on this channel. Damn Believe right it. we do, because we're levitating perspectives each episode. Exactly. Every time. But yet, there's nothing said. There's nothing said. And, like, so, and so, regarding that, whenever they stormed the whole office and everything, the fact that it was not just Democrats, you know, it was Republicans too. And, and they wanted to take hostage and try and use harm against their own party. Mm-hmm. And so, and regarding like, you know, if you do storm the Capitol, you will, some, you're, something bad is bound to happen. So what but they you, felt that they could because they thought, oh, Nothing's going to happen to me. I have that privilege. So, so what is your response to the to that woman who was shot in the neck over storming the Capitol building? What would you like? What, what's your just to, off the top opinion on that? And this is something I've really gone back and forth over because, you know, no one ever deserves to hold to lose their life. You know, you deserve the right to a trial. You know, you deserve your day in court. You are committing an armed insurrection against your country. You are a traitor, but no one, in my opinion, deserves to be judge, jury, and executioner. At the same time, though, she's trying to break into the cap and a protected room that had Congress people in it. Like you know what you're doing. You know what you're doing, and I think it's fucking disgusting that people are trying to put her on the same level. And you know how whenever a, yet another person of color is murdered by the police. They say, say their name. Hashtag say her name. 
it's fucking disgusting that they're trying to put her on the same level as Breonna Taylor. Breonna Taylor was murdered in her room by police, unarmed, sleeping. And this person was murdered at the Capitol. And not even... Trying to overthrow the Capitol. Yes, trying to literally have... With wrong intentions. Mm Mm-hmm. The caucasity of that. And so, you know what? We also, as sad as it is, we have... And shameful as it is, we have a person from Alabama that ended up dying in the the quote unquote revolt. Mm-hmm. And so, how exactly the the, the the ironic part of it is, I think you should let the the viewers know exactly how <laughs> how he met his demise. You know, I never try to cheer when somebody's dead, and I'm not cheering that somebody died. But is this not the most karma filled? I this is what makes me believe truly in a higher power. If there was ever a time to doubt or truly believe in a higher power, it's this. So one of these cum stains is what I'm going to call them, or patriots, what they try to think they are. He no, tried, I think you should just call them traitors. Traitors. I, I'll say traitors. Um, small dick traitors. Okay, there we go. But speaking of dicks, um, he's trying to storm the Capitol. Running up the stairs, he has a taser in his pocket. And not his hand, not his hand, his, not his hand in his pocket, but his trader or his taser is, is in his pocket. And the taser goes off and shocks him in the balls. Let's just be honest. Shocks him right in the testicles and causes him to have a heart attack. While he's trying to storm in, uh, yes. in route, climbing up steps to storm the capital. <laughs> he is in route, probably huffing and puffing a little bit because he's probably got a good little beer gut. Yes, and you know what? I can tell the exercise probably wasn't his top priority. Trying, you know, he was believing that he was doing it for his country. And a first off, I want to go on a side note: Is this not symbolic of why we need Medicare for all? Because we had three people die of health-related issues. That they had heart attacks. So if we had Medicare for all, they pr- these are s- the same people that probably can't afford to go to the doctor to get preventative care. So if they were able to go and have access to health care, then they may not have died of heart attacks. <laughs> Is that not symbolism for why we need Medicare for all? But anyway, so yes, he was shocked by a taser in his testicular area and died of a heart attack. Like, that is wonderful. Like, I know it's kind of shocking to think about, but no you know. pun intended. <laughs> you know, there was it, the the atmosphere around him was very charged. Yeah. You he know, more like he was charred. <laughs> you could feel the electricity in the, in the air. air. Yeah, <laughs> static electricity. You ever, yes, you know, you know, it was probably a, a big shock to his system. What all was going on? You know, I, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. And so I'm I'm very charged right now. So, okay, I'm really done now. In in the aftermath, like in in that, you know, on that, on the photo of, of those traders that literally were sitting in the, the same place that Pelosi sat whenever Trump gave his uh, speech. Mm -hmm. Remember where the same place in the Congress room. Yeah. In the house, in the chamber, chamber. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And isn't that where Trump has his uh, speech that, uh, you know, whenever. State of the Union. Yeah. Yeah. State of the Union. Yeah, Yeah. I just couldn't think of that. So. I got you. So what ended up happening was that guy thinks that he's a fucking patriot for st- storming that and trying to. He looks like he's like some B-rated version of either like Game of Thrones, like it, this the guy that's wearing like the fur, no shirt, and like the, the Vikings war, horns. Yeah, the war paint and shit. Yeah, I'm like, hey, buddy, like, did did you have a hard time in high school? He like, looked like he got picked on. Probably. He probably got picked on. And still living with his parents, mind yep. you. Yep, still living with his parents in their basement. And, you know, he's he's just sitting there, and he had a rough time in high school because he had no friends, because at one time he shit himself in middle school, and so everybody kept making fun of him because he shit himself so bad. And then, you know, he just really weird, has a small dick, of course, because, you know, all this is because of, you know, they have to compensate. And so he shows up. He probably, uh, he did have puffy nipples. I did see him have puffy nipples because he had no shirt They were very erect on camera. They were very puffy. They could have cut through fucking glass. And so he shows up and that's what made him feel like he was a man. And, but he was not Antifa. Like some people like to believe. He was not Antifa. But all of that to say, like he finally was arrested. He was a member of QAnon, which tells me everything I need to know about him. 
He was a member of QAnon, proud member of QAnon. And so he finally, we had, I think, 26 people arrested on the day of the riots, the insurrection, we'll call it. And 26 people out of all those thousands of people, 26 people, first off. And that's still the ironic part of it is that it still did not stop them from making the final vote. You know what I'm saying? Like they continued however long. Exactly. So, you know, literally this whole thing happened. It took about 12 hours to get the Capitol building finally secured. So think about it. 12 hours for 12 hours. Our government was at the hands of what looked like some knockoff duck dynasty motherfuckers. Literally they were almost in charge of the government or uh, in charge of the Capitol building for 12 hours. But yet the Congress still returned and finished the vote, which good for them. Good. You, no offense, but like you should want, you should expect them to do their fucking job. Yes. You know? I want them to show back up and show that these motherfuckers are not going to tra- This is not, they didn't win. It's not democracy another, is yeah, what it is. Th- yeah. They're not going to win. But yet even after, in the face of all this shit, we had, People still want to object to the vote. So regarding to this, the whole riot thing in general, the let's mention the fucking six pieces of shit that so, refused to acknowledge clear evidence in front of them. Exactly. So even after the riots happened, after these armed terrorists tried to overthrow the government, I just I, I, we keep emphasizing that because I literally want people to realize what's going on and not downplay it. But anyway, there were originally about 12 Republican senators who wanted to, but then after this armed insurrection, we dropped down to six. Six. So six senators. And we can't help and we can't continue unless we name each individual senator all six. Do you know them offhand? I do actually, because I want to give them each a personalized fuck you. Uh, Josh Hawley from Missouri. That's one. Fuck you. Ted Cruz from Texas. Doubly fuck you. Uh, I'll save our favorite for last. Uh, Roger Marshall from Kansas. Fuck you. John Kennedy. A, you're a disgrace to your name. You do not deserve the name John Kennedy from Louisiana. Second off, fuck you. Cindy Hyde Smith from Missouri, Mississippi, 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 Mississippi. Uh, fuck you, as I pe- as we would say, fuck you. And finally, last and certainly least, because you are the least in my mind, and you come up short in each and every you way. Come up short in every way. You're a loser. You literally fail at everything you do, and I despise you. And you are a disgrace to the state of Alabama, Tommy Tuberville. Truly, no lube included. Fuck you. Not even Astroglide. Not even Astro. <laughs> we need a, a uh, sponsorship from Astroglide for that one. But they probably wouldn't want to sponsor him because he's that piece of he's that much of a piece of shit. Tommy Tuberville, fuck you. Truly, fuck you. And um, and then regarding the whole fact that there's six senators nationwide, let's go ahead and just give a couple of the seven. Let's let's say. The most important one, in my opinion, is definitely Gary Palmer. So Gary Palmer, uh, I want to start from off the state by of saying, Alabama. I want to start off by saying we had the six senators, and then a hundred and twenty-one House members that were Republicans. One hundred and twenty-one, well over half of the Republican members of the House of Representatives were okay with overturning your voice in Congress. Well over half were okay with saying your. Vote does not matter because the person that I support didn't win. My voice and my opinion matters more than the people who elected me to represent them. I just want that clear. Okay. First off, 121 of them, six of them were from the state of Alabama. Two, I want to make sure to include Gary Palmer. First off, Gary Palmer, I want you to know he is coming for you. I, 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 I am. You and heard not, it here first. All our, every one of our followers. Yes. You don't deserve to hold that office. You don't know the obligations to be able to perform at your job. You do not represent the community. You are a disgrace to the state of Alabama. I want you to know that. You may think that you're representing the people, but the people truly, 
you are not representing your community. You got there, you got there because of gerrymandering. Let's start off with just with that. What's what's gerrymandering, Tom? Being able to rig your election areas, your districts that you're in, by splitting up uh, communities of color. Essentially, it's a way of voter suppression. So all around the city of Birmingham, the different districts have different communities of color sectioned off. Instead of having one big voting block, they're able to be sectioned off to benefit the party in power, that party being the Republican Party. So Gary Palmer, truly fuck you. I'm coming. I'm going. I hope that someone kicks you out of office. And I hope that that's me. There you go. It will be me or someone else as long as it's me, though. (laughs) Let's be honest. I'm going to be selfish for a second. I, you don't deserve that seat, and it's a disgrace that you're up there. I want to make this state have a little bit of shred of integrity. So, Gary Palmer, first off. Second, Mo Brooks, which Mo Brooks, I don't know how you're... You obviously don't tweet yourself. You have a, a staffer of yours tweet because I don't think that you could form that bit of a long of a sentence to be able to share an opinion. And second off... You, say, you know what? He sounds like that he, he would just beat even Joe Biden in reading a speech. You, you, I think Joe Biden would just probably just shred him and read in the speech. Oh, Joe Biden would look like a fucking Bernie Sanders. Like, he, notice no, how we he, name he will all sound like, old white exactly. like we name all old white men. And you Don't know you what's the that? best part? He, I bet Joe Biden would look like fucking Shakespeare up there. Literally. <laughs> what light? What light? The Riondo window breaks. It is Jill. It is the sun. They're trying to take away me raffles. They're trying to wake, take away me gun. It is the sun. No, anyway. Um, so Mo Brooks, who even Mo Brooks, after this vote even happened, was still saying you can't automatically assume that it was uh, good, wholesome, right-wing Republicans that were the people that were trying to overthrow the Capitol. Until you see all the evidence, it could be Antifa. Or it could be people holding trump flags right it's literally people holding trump flags that are there saying i was so inspired by the president sitting there you know clear members of the proud boys i got pepper sprayed for the president right i got pepper sprayed for the president sitting there proud boys QAnon, all the right-wing militias is what they are but yet have the nerve people have the nerve to downplay it by saying Oh, well, it's just Antifa. Okay, well, what evidence do you have? Well, I have this pic, this doctored picture from Facebook. Okay, and where is your source? Oh, rightwingnews.net? Okay. Overmydeadbody.com? Like, I don't know. I love... Never mind. Anyway, so, yeah. I called them the Alabama Seditious Seven, but acronym ASS. They don't eat ass. Because you know that shame would, on them. They, they don't. Do they not, don't deserve it. They don't deserve. They don't. Des- they're not great enough to eat ass. <laughs> they do not eat ass because that would be very unrepublican of them. There you go. Very, <laughs> very. Un- that's very liberal. That's too liberal for them. There's a little bit of socialist eat ass. <laughs> Starts with an S. Anyway, so they literally even after the riot, they still pushed to overturn the will of the people, and that's disgusting. And shouldn't we expect more from our... Not even that. Do you think, in your opinion, do you see that... Would you want to have every single person that voted still, even though after the results of the election, they still want to overturn it? Do you think they should all be banned from office or impeached in their own way? A hundred percent. And that kind of leads into our aftermath of this insurrection, this attack on the Capitol. We have two major groups. First off, starting with the president. Let's start at the top. Let's start with the root cause. The fucking cream of the crop. The cream the cream of the orange the Mac crop. Daddy man himself. Yes. The Donnie. The Donnie. Sitting <laughs> up there like, I want you to go save the country. Now you're going to do it. I'm going to sit back and watch it just like every other instance in history. I can't tweet now, but if I could tweet, this is what I would be tweeting. Follow me on MySpace. Okay? I've got a great MySpace. But I'm thinking about joining uh, MySpace or maybe a Tumblr. Parlor, catch me on Parlor. 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 That is where the real news happens. All the fake liberal media happens on Facebook. Okay? Anyway, um, there's two big arguments going on about Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Um, that we should invoke the 25th Amendment. Which is? 
So the 25th Amendment uh, is said to have, if the president is not able to do his duty, I love saying duty, but if the president is not able to function as a human and do their job, then the vice president can invoke or call upon, essentially, the 25th Amendment, saying we need two-thirds or over half of the cabinet to say that the president should be removed from office. And then, even then, the president can object to that, which we know he would, and then two-thirds of Congress has to approve of removing him from office. That's one option, which Mike Pence said as of now he's not going to, but he said he's going to save that for in case the president tries anything else. What else even more dangerous could he try instead of nukes? But anyway. That's just the Republican way of looking at things. Exactly. The conservative way. Yeah, we, we got to be conservative. About it. If it happens again, we'll think about it. Um, and, you know, people have been calling for that. A lot of Democrats have been calling for that. Even Republicans have been calling for that, for him to resign, to invoke the 25th Amendment. Other Republicans just besides Mitt Romney or what? Yeah, Mitt Romney. We have uh, today, who is it? Uh, Pat Toomey from Senator Pat Toomey from Pennsylvania said that he should resign. Adam Kinzinger, uh, representative from Illinois, said that they should invoke the 25th or he should resign. And then the other option is Nancy Pelosi, which you know I have many issues with Nancy Pelosi. I know it's been said that I just like to shit on Mitch McConnell a lot, which I do because that turtle deserves a little shit. But um, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of Nancy Pelosi too. So first off, but I will give her this. She said, if Donald Trump does not resign or is removed from office by Monday, being tomorrow, as of the day of recording, we are recording on the Sunday, uh, January 10th. If he does not resign by January 11th, they are going to push forward with articles of impeachment to impeach him a second time. He would be the only president to be impeached a second time. So there's been a lot of arguments about whether the usefulness of impeaching him with, what, 11 days left? No, 10 days left. 10 days as of our recording. Why would we impeach him? What is your opinion on that, Zach? I'm curious. Um, when, Whenever you're talking about impeachment, I would just think that he only has till the 21st, right? 20, so, yeah. Yeah, the 20, so he... That's only very, very, like, less than two weeks, you know? Like, just let him just ride it out, because I doubt, no offense, but, like, if that's, if he could do anything worse, then, you know, it's kind of like, just let him ride it out. I get that. I get that. But, and this is a big, fat, thick but. But, he at the same time, he does have the codes to the nuclear bombs exactly. you know like and, and that's just hoping on goodwill that he won't do anything fucking insane which he just tried to overthrow the fucking government like that but that was in four years not versus one or two years no, no, it's no, not no. not just brand new at your job you know right but that's just hoping that with 13 days he has nothing left to lose because he knows that he's already accepted yeah i'm going to be removed from office he has nothing left to lose why not so that's hoping on that a and b I'm all for impeachment because will it will he be removed from office? Will he be, you know, because it'll pass the House, yes. When it goes to the Senate, will there be enough Republicans that join on to uh, remove him from office? Most likely not, no. No, but as Bernie Sanders said yesterday, we have to set a precedent. Not president, but precedent. If some president in the future tries this, they will not be able to do it without some repercussions. They will not, we will not let this stand. We will not let this happen. It's saying, yeah, Trump may not, but it's setting an example for future people because we know that Trumpism isn't dead when Trump leaves office. It's not because there are plenty of it's other gonna people. It's going to live on. 75 million people voted for him. Do we think that all of those people are going to automatically be oh, well, Donald Trump was bad the minute he leaves office? No, just like when the Civil Rights Bill was passed, racism didn't die. So let me ask you this, though. What about, what about, what would you say if somebody said, oh, well, what about Clinton? He got impeached, but he didn't. You know, like, it's not, that to me doesn't, like, coalate, though. You know what I'm saying? Because, no. like, Donald Trump got impeached once, and then so did Bill Clinton. So, like, you know, I mean, Bill like. Bill Clinton also had three years left in his term when he was impeached. Donald Trump has 13 days. But it set a precedent. 
we need to set a precedent. We've never had to set this precedent because no president has tried to incite a revolt to overthrow this country. So we have to set a precedent. This has never happened before, so we have to make it known right now. We're not sweeping so just this nip under it the in rug. The bud, yeah. yeah, we have to nip it in the bud. We're not to sweep it under the rug like every other fucking issue in this country that we've always done. We have to say, this will not stand. You will not be able to incite violence against this country because you disagreed with an election. If this happens, you will be impeached. You will be removed from office. That is a precedent that needs to be set. It's a long overdue precedent of one of many that needs to happen, but it needs to happen. I'm off my soapbox. That was just laid on my heart. I need to share it. For the millions and millions of listeners. Yes, for our millions and millions of people. Speaking of uh, knowing your role, let's talk about the, we mentioned the impeachment. We mentioned the 25th Amendment. What about for the 140 some odd Republicans who tried to overthrow who led to this overthrow of government, attempted overthrow of government. You agreed with it. You agreed with it, and you need to face repercussions. Yes. you. And you know what? That, sh- that sounds like it should be a high—that should be held for every single politician. Yes. You should be held to high standards. Crazy concept, isn't it? Crazy concept that those who are making decisions that affect 330-odd million Americans needs to be held accountable for their actions. Crazy fucking concept. It's all, you know, but let's, I digress. If these Congress people, we have Representative Cory Bush, Representative Ilhan Omar, uh, Representative Hakeem Jeffries from New York, among many others, that are pushing for the expulsion of any Congress person who voted to object to the election results. So those who tried to undermine our democratic system of government and that led to the incitement of a attempted overthrow of government should be removed from office. I think that's great. I think that, like you said, it holds people accountable and it keeps them in check. Crazy. Holding someone accountable? What? Because, you know, it it should be a fucking privilege and not just, oh, wow, I get to have another term. Yeah, like, so on. I expect another term or some shit like that, you know? If you have a child and they steal a piece of candy from the store. And you realize once you get home that they stole a piece of candy from the store. If you say, now don't you do that again, or if you just ignore it, what's going to happen? Snowball effect. Yeah, it's going to happen again. They don't learn their lesson. If you tell them why what they did was wrong and they face consequences for their action, then, you know, when we grew up, you know, we had to eat some of that lava soap. You remember that red soap? Or just get bar of soap, or, or get or found the the one with the most switches. The most, yeah, the most little thorns on the switches. Yes. <laughs> but we we didn't do it again, did we? That time I set the hillside on fire. Remember that? Yeah. When we lived over in the boonies, I never set a hillside on fire again. Seeing that vein above Dad's head, I just <laughs> I knew I knew I couldn't do it. Was I couldn't it? do it. But um, yeah. That's holding people accountable for their actions. So Representative Cory Bush, I wholeheartedly support you. I wholeheartedly support you. And kind of, we want to wrap up on two main... Oh, go ahead. Do you have something you want so to share before? When, as an example, when you were saying, like, you notice how you said they were... It, the, it were people on the Democratic part of the party that says, you know what, let's... They need to be over... If they... Since they agree with it, they should go. Do you think if the shoe was on the other foot... Would you think the government would still be the same way of like, oh, well, let's do this, or like, or you think they would try and sweep it under the rug if it were a different party? You know what I'm saying? I would, I would, I think Republicans would be losing their ever loving minds if a Democrat had tried to do this. Yeah. If a Democrat had tried to do this, you know, they would be, we would have gone to war. I feel like, I don't know against who, how. Yeah. Like, like, as an example, say it was. BLM that did do this shit, or it was hypothetically speaking. Oh, if that was BLM that had tried to charge, no, no, not the even Capitol, not even that, but like as like you know what I'm saying, like overall, yeah. If Democrats had done everything that Republicans have done, yeah, it would be chaos. It would truly be chaos because I mean, look at this: Republicans lost their mind when Barack Obama wore a tan suit one day. 
they literally spent a week talking about how unpresidential, how disrespectful it was that he wore a tan-colored suit. These are the same Republicans that believe Obama was not born in America. These are the same Republicans that in the face of every bit of evidence that this election happened fairly and that uh, Joe, or Donald Trump just lost, in the face of 60-plus court cases and decisions that said that uh, Donald Trump lost, they still choose to believe that it's rigged. These are the same Republicans that believe that half a ballot can be rigged. They're okay with accepting the results of the House election where the Republican won. That wasn't rigged. It was just the presidential election that was rigged. You're literally trying to reason with people who ate paint chips off the wall growing up. Like, it's, it's, you're trying to reason with a brick wall. Yeah, you're just talking, you're just literally just, there's, you're just talking to a fucking brick wall, like you said. Literally, you're not <laughs> going to be able to reason with them. So we're past the point of reasoning with them. That's why we have to set a precedent that says, if you try to do this again, this is what happens. And in the meantime, we're going to be removing you from your seat. You do not deserve to hold this office that you hold. You have subverted and tried to overturn the will of the, the people. You do not deserve to hold that office. Speaking of, but should we really be shocked that this happened? Like, I know everybody's saying, like, you know, we're this country is better than this. We are better than what happened at the Capitol. I don't know if I agree. I don't know if I believe that. Because I think it's such tensions that the way it is now, everything's so tense and just the whole country is just, it's just like so constricted. And then in one, it's like, like you said, just the needle that broke the camel's back, you know? Yeah. I mean, think about it. From our nation's founding, we founded a country on a lie on the premise or the argument that all men are created equal. But yet those same people who wrote the Declaration of Independence owned slaves. Then we go to the Native Americans. We systematically exterminated Native Americans because we wanted their land. World War II, we put Japanese citizens, American citizens who happened to be Japanese, in internment camps for years, strictly because of where they came from. Uh, we over two, wait, no, thousands overall, between two and 4,000, I can't remember the number off the top of my head, African Americans were lynched strictly because they wanted to assert their right to vote. We could, I could keep going, you know? We systematically held thousands of uh, Middle Eastern American, American citizens from the Middle East strictly because of where they came from as a result of 9-11. Prisons. And prisons, interrogations. We are willingly okay with half a million Americans being homeless, but yet okay, all, at the same time being okay with someone being worth almost a trillion dollars within the next 10 years. And you're also okay with the minimum wage being seven dollars and twenty five cents below an hour. poverty, while so we're willingly okay with uh, close to sixty thousand people a year that die in the United States because they can't access decent health care. And you're also okay with three hundred thousand people dying of a a virus that, if proper steps were taken, can reduce over time. Yes, we could. 300,000 people did not need to die. We are okay with all of that. So it leads back to the question, can we truly say that we are better than what happened on Wednesday? No, I don't think we are. Do you think it's just leadership or people's mind needs to change? It starts at the heart. It starts in the mindset. We have to change a mindset because every single time that something like this has happened in our nation's past, we've swept it under the rug, said, well, that's just a small group of people. We don't need to own it. We don't need to acknowledge it. We don't need to get to the root cause of it. So we just sweep it under the rug. And it's also the same kind of people that say, you know, you know, all people that are on welfare, all drug addicts or the, or, you know, you're just using the system to do, to take advantage of exactly. it. Exactly. Right? Because that's not us. That's just them. No, we got to look at the bigger picture. We got to look at this as an, a, a disease 
that has completely overtaken our country. And until we sit there and acknowledge the issues and reflect, self, have a little self-reflection and see how maybe we have, you as an individual have contributed to this issue, until we do that, we will never make any growth. And this is going to happen time and time Just again. Just stay neutral. Yes. We can't have incremental change. We are at the point in this country where we have to have radical change or else I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. And you know what? It, whether it be Donald Trump, whether it be Joe Biden, whether it be... The- 100%. Donald Trump is not the end-all be-all. He is only the first person. There are 75 million people that voted for Donald Trump. There are, for every Donald Trump, there is a Ted Cruz, there is a Josh Hawley, there is a Gary Palmer, there is a Mo Brooks that willingly would cast aside your vote, your voice, to better themselves, to better their own self, and to further their own agenda. And that is not what this country is supposed to be about. This country is supposed to be a shining city on a hill, a land of all men are created equal and stand equal before the law. So instead of talking about how fucking great we are, we actually need to start living up to that. We need to start living up to that or else this shit's going to continue to happen. But on a more positive note, I want to end with something that was lost that in all this shit show of a court of a, Chaos. The the two seats of the Republican Senate, right? Yes, thank you. So we had two Senate seats that were up for election on Tuesday. And it was uh Raphael Raphael Warnock went against Kelly Loeffler. Then we had John Ossoff going against uh David Perdue in Georgia. The same Georgia that went Democrat for the first time since nineteen ninety two, mind you. So we had the runoff election. And What's so what's so important about this, Zach? It's the fact of it's they the Democrats had to get a net gain of two seats in order to have a tiebreaker with the um, vice president would be the tiebreaker, right? Correct. So literally in the Senate, we had Democrats had to win both seats to be able to have the 50-50 split and take the majority lead from Mitch McConnell and the Republicans. Because we would have a tiebreaker through Kamala Harris being the president of the Senate. See, civics. We understand civics. We can understand how the government functions, first off. And you can name the three branches of government. Oh, Tommy Tuberville, we have the uh, we have the president and the House and the Senate. Those are the three branches of Get government. Get a job. Get a job. And my dad fought to free Europe from socialism. Fuck you, Tommy Tuberville. Anyway, so this is really fucking important to say the least. And the Democrats managed to win both seats. And in doing so, Raphael Warnock, who used to be, who is the pastor at the same church that MLK was the pastor at, Ebenezer Baptist Church in Atlanta, became the first African-American man to ever be elected to the Senate in Georgia, ever. John Ossoff became the first Jewish man to be elected to the Georgia Senate ever both of those two people who were the two people that were the most persecuted as victims of racial violence since the civil war in georgia african-americans and jews african-americans and jews hence nine million jews right right i'm just talking about racial violence in georgia specifically yeah yeah. Yeah, of course those two people those two groups of people so for a african-american man and a Jewish man to be elected to the Senate in Georgia to represent them, that is like the biggest sign of progress right there. Those two people and the biggest fuck you to all to the racist, all <laughs> the racist, homophobic, xenophobic, uh, deficit hawk Republicans out there that benefit from tax breaks, but yet can't give, sh- don't give a fuck about anybody else. That is the biggest middle finger we can give you. So fuck you, Kelly Loeffler. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, that is a sign of progress because now we have a chance to pass these $2,000 checks. We have a chance to pass these uh, Medicare for all. We have a chance to pass this uh, Green New Deal. We have a chance to pass COVID relief. So, and at the same time, for the people that think that I just like to shit on Mitch McConnell, 
This also is a challenge to Joe Biden. Because the progressive part, the progressive wing of the Democrats can say, we have all three houses of government, president, Senate, House of Representatives. Now is the time to pass these things. You have no excuse now. We have to fight. We can't cave because we don't have this or we got to worry about this. No, you got four years to get shit done. And if you don't, we're going to hold you just as accountable as we hold Mitch the Terrible. Okay? But all of this magnitude of this elect, the Senate victory was lost because of a dump, of, a bunch of dipshits who felt entitled that they should overthrow the fucking government. Yeah, it was, it's just like a kind of like a, like, like rain on their fucking party. You know what I mean? So that leads us back to what we were saying. Just because we've won, just because the Democrats won the Senate, that doesn't mean that we can be complacent, right? We're not out of the woods. We're not out of the woods. We still have worked a shit ton of work to do. So I think you need to tell the viewers what exactly, why exactly we're not out of the woods just yet. Regarding, sometimes, I know Kamala Harris is the, could be the quote-unquote tiebreaker to some things, but what's what's the other possibility that could happen? You know, we have to be able to pass these bold policies, one being the John Lewis Act, dealing with access to voter, uh, cutting down on voter suppression tactics. Because think about how much organizing had to be done in Georgia just to win the Senate ele election. That wasn't something that just happened because the runoff happened. That had been 10 years in the in the making. It took 10 years of organizing. Stacey Abrams, countless other activists had to organize these voter registration drives, making sure that people voted, all of that. So it wasn't just something that happened overnight. And at the same time, Georgia has already, the state of Georgia has already passed more voter suppression tactics for the upcoming election in 2022. So this John Lewis Act is something that has to be passed. No ifs, ands, or buts. Because as great as it is that we have a 51 vote majority, you know, there's still Joe Manchin of West Virginia, who's a conservative Democrat. He's not guaranteed. Do you think he's going to vote for anything dealing with the Green New Deal or Medicare for All? Most likely not. How is that possible? A conservative Democrat? You would you'd be surprised. Um, and there's never going to be another Democrat from West Virginia that's going to be a liberal, you know? So he's the best we got. So we got to work with him, as shitty as that sounds. So at the same time, though, that doesn't mean that Democrats have to pass down pass watered down shit. We we have a mandate. We have all three houses of government. So we can't just sit there and just expect to play footsie with the Republicans. They've shown overall to be obstructionist and that they are not going to... They value big business over people. Right. They value big business and tax breaks and making the Democrats look bad over the people that they represent who are suffering in the middle of a fucking pandemic. The middle class. Yes. Mid middle to lower class. Yes. So... We have to pass Medicare for all. We have to pass a bold COVID relief, $2,000 relief check. And not just add on to Obamacare. Right. We have to pass a bold Medicare for all or a bold addition to the existing healthcare plan that we have now. We can't just add little tinkerings here and there. And exactly. And, and same goes for the uh, the Green New Deal. You can't have the Biden plan, which cuts it down by 2030 when everything's too late. Or 2050. Yeah. Uh, we're, by 2050, we're going to pass it. Well, by 2030, after 2030, we're going to reach that point of no return dealing with climate change. That's like me saying, hey, my apartment's on fire. And I have a water hose right here that I could start spraying on the fire. But I'm not going to because I know the fire department will be here in 20 minutes. So I'm going to wait on them. That's like you have, you can't just do like little stop gaps and you can't just wait for something for some pie in the sky future. We have to start now with bold plans. Because if we don't have an inhabitable planet, what the fuck good is worrying about the debt? Okay? So anyway... What were you going to add? You looked like you wanted to, you had something laid on your heart. Whenever you were talking about like bold progress, mm -hmm. you know, the, the problem is, is why is it that, you know, like you said, people just want to just 
tiptoe instead of just jump into into certain issues in dealing with certain political things you know like why is it that they have to let's wait this out or let's just let's see how this goes they're worried about keeping their seat they're spotting off. Is, their is it their seat or is it like just their moral like agenda? Like and, what? And that why tiptoe be... into every like you know? Because there's some things in life where you actually have to just fucking grab shit by the you horns grab and do your balls and do it. Yeah, you know? and you can't wait for cert. You can't tiptoe and wait for certain outcomes. That's what I don't understand. To like, quote the great Woody Harrelson from Zombieland: "It's time to nut up or shut up. You gotta do it." You can't just tiptoe into everything. There's not everything that you can need to tiptoe with. Either A, they're worried about losing their seat, or B, they that's just the type of person they are. But we reached the point, like FDR, when he took office, it was in the middle of the Great Depression. There were close to 30 million people out of work, and it was in the middle of the Dust Bowl. So it was an economic crisis. There was climate. A, 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 essentially a cr- climate crisis with the Dust Bowl. And the working the working class, they were ready to revolt. That's what's not ever talked about is how people were ready to overthrow and revolt and go on a massive strike because shit was fucked up. And so he couldn't say, well, let's just let's just take a tiptoe and we'll hopefully get out of this by, you know, 1950. No. He took bold action. And does that mean actually spending or trying to conserve the debt? Exactly. We have to spend to get out of things. It's okay to spend money. It's okay. We create our own currency. So you're only twenty. What about people say, "Well, you know what? We're we're twenty six trillion dollars in debt, and there's just and you have to combat the debt." You weren't worried about the twenty six trillion dollars in debt when you passed the nine hundred eighty billion dollar uh, defense bill last month. You weren't too worried about the debt then. Fuck you. That's what I'd say. FDR wasn't worried about the debt. He knew that we had to have at bold plans and actions now to fix this country. Meaning spend money to make money. Spend money to make money. Because spending helps. He didn't care about the deficits because deficits are okay. They're good. We have to have deficits. But anyway, all that to say, just like then, during FDR's time, it required bold action. Today, Democrats can't just be happy that we won. We have to make bold steps. We have to say, you know what? I'm not worried about these corporate lobbyists that are trying to influence me. We have to make bold steps for the people who got you there. For the same people who worked their asses off for years to get you And not turn your back on them. You cannot turn your back on them on the sake of, well, I don't want to make my donors pissed. But then all, or in pretty much just saying, I used you to get elected. Mm-hmm. We have to make bold steps. We have been given this opportunity and we don't need to piss it away essentially and so to every one of our millions and millions of viewers yes out there if your congressman congresswoman congressperson your senator your elected official is not representing your community what do you do you don't just sit there and hope for things to get better. Or, or you know what? You just can't sit there and be like, oh, well, I don't care. But you should know. You should want to know where your fucking money goes. Exactly. And if your elected official is not representing the interest of your community. Blow their fucking phone lines up. First yes. Time. You tell them that you're pissed. You don't just ask for them to do something. You demand it. That is their job. That is why they you're, are there. You, you work for the people, I thought. Yes. We are. They are there by the consent of the people. So you hold them accountable. And if they don't hold up their end of the bargain, you organize your ass off and you vote their ass out of office because they don't deserve to sit in that seat if they aren't going to represent the will of the community. For 40, 30 years. Yes. And that is why we're in the situation we are now because of complacency. Your voice has power. Your voice has influence. Your voice has weight. You alone can still do something. Because I guarantee whatever issue you have that you're pissed about, a thousand other people have that same issue. That's called collective action. That's how we institute change. Instead of just waiting for somebody else or waiting for them to hopefully do good out of the goodness of their hearts, we demand that change. That's how we make a difference. One fucking episode at a time. Damn right. You're damn right. 
except for the people with puffy nipples. If you have puffy nipples, no, you're probably a Republican. No, um, not not just a Republican. Conservative Republican. You're a MAGA. You like to wait for things to happen, then assess the situation. And think about it for 30 years. And then just hope for it to get better. Or call it fake news. Fake news. Sir, your, nipple, your nipples are kind of puffy. Fake news. Fake news. Fake news. Don't believe it. The Russians did China did it. The Communist Party in China, Burisma, Joe Biden's son, Hunter, they're all in a conspiracy to make my nipples puffy. One huge ass cons- Everything is a conspiracy. It's probably the vaccine that's causing it. You know what? And it's the same way with, you know, just because you don't believe a certain way, then, you know, you're 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 shunned. You're exiled mm-hmm. to the island of Patmos. To the island of Patmos. And that is where Hillary's email servers, those missing ballots, and the cure to puffy nipples are all at. We got to find them. They're probably at the headquarters of Burisma in the island of Patmos. So, the island of Patmos. The island of Patmos, John. Anyway, anything else you want to share about this besides this shit show of a week? There I has think been? it's just the, the shit show and the episode itself will just speak volumes. Very much so. So until next time, Zach, take us out. Levitating your perspective each episode of the time. Y'all have a great rest of your week, and let's hope to hell that nothing else happens. No, these- no, no looting, no rioting, no traitors, no nothing. These last 10 days, we got 10 days and counting. Y'all have a great week.